Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello? Hello? Hi. Is it really you? I wish. Oh, wow. This is such an honor. I'm a, obviously you know this, I'm a big fan. Hi. <laughs> How are you feeling after finally getting your bear attack? Um, you listened to the latest app? Of course. Actually, I left a message this morning saying congratulations and talked about a dog attack, but disregard that. Listen, could you believe how the voicemails were like, I was dragged by a wild lion and then <laughs> all the callers. Or the, the guy who lost his ear and then didn't give any information. You're like, what the hell? I yeah. know. What a what a mess. What a misfire. What a, yeah. Wow. But, you so know, cool, I got you know? my bear, I got my bear attack victim. Can you imagine a bear biting your arm? No, um, I'm amazed that that bear didn't rip off his arm. I'm amazed that his daughter can sleep without a light on. It's just a lot, you know? It is. It's crazy. But at the so same time... So now a bear attack, what are you going to do now? What's well, I, I, well, I still want to pursue more bear attacks, to be honest. You know... But there's only 44 a year, so what are you going to do? <laughs> I'm calibrating at all times. <laughs> What's the perfect level of bear attack for an anecdote that is... You know, still a, you feel like you could still talk about it. You know, it's like when they're really, mm, really yeah. mauled, it's, I think it becomes harder to be an anecdote. I, what if you expanded it out to like other animals or does it have to be bears? No, I did. I mean, I, I said, tell me any attack. But you know, but like I was saying, like, what if you got gators in the mix, like some other big ass animal or listen, mooses? I don't know. If anyone's listening now and you were attacked by a gator, you know our lines are always open. <laughs> I feel <laughs> that people know this, you know. I think it's an understood thing, it's a given. But today, you know, this is a great segue. We're actually talking about nature today. What is your relationship to nature? What does nature mean to you? How do you incorporate nature into your life? And how do you feel about climate change? 
Well, the first thing I want to say is to all the misbelievers and haters, climate change is real. Uh, it's a problem. It's going to become an issue. <laughs> I have to represent both sides of everything, you know? But you live in California. You see it all the time. Um, I do, especially Laguna, you know? That's where you're going to get the beautiful beaches, some great hotels. Uh, it's a big deal. Um, that's my background. That's what I went to school for. Uh, that's what wow. I used to work in. That's wow. what I want to work in in the future. I, you know, I hike all the time. I talk about it all the time. Tell us, tell us, tell the listener, what do we do? What, is there uh, any hope? What do we do? Like, what do we need to know? I feel like I always tell people, um, know your neighbor and have an extra can of soup in your, in your house. I think that's the best we can do right now, honestly. Oh my God. Uh, are the buttons nature specific for this episode? Um, funny you should ask that. <laughs> the worst sound effect <laughs> I've ever heard. Are you able to hear anything? No. Let's try this. I'm one. hearing is that is that rain? Is yeah. That like a thunderstorm? Yeah. Oh. Okay, now oh. Okay, that that's there's your rain. Okay. Uh, that's that's the thunderstorm, yeah. That sounds like a monsoon. <laughs> and we always have this. Uh, some crickets. Mm-hmm. I thought I had birds, but I don't. Uh-huh. Do you have, like, a coyote or a wolf howl or something? You know, that's a great idea. That would have been a great inclusion. But okay, for now, we'll time. always have one nature sound. <laughs> get Kojak on there. Get him Get him to do his job. Um, okay, so, uh, do, 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 do. so there's nothing we can do. Oh, here's what I was going to do, actually, though. I was going to go. Here with me in studio today, I have someone who I already forget her exact title, but she's worked in the conservation arena for many moons now bearing several degrees i forget her name as well but she says can of soup know your neighbors a simple can of soup might be the difference between you eating and starving i've been chelsea peretti and that's our news for today <laughs> all right it's so loud on the sound is it? Well, it's so quiet on my end. But I know, yet I another... Um, the only other thing I want to say that's not related to nature, whenever I talk about your podcast and I try to convince people to listen, I tell them, and I said in my voicemail the same thing, about that time that guy called in and he said that he found his dad's KKK robes in his attic and he was having a hard time because his mom was like not giving him any information. God, can you fucking imagine? No. <laughs> 
I know it is weird over the years, the, the things people have shared. I, you know, the amenity of a phone call. Yeah. It still exists. Yeah. What are your secrets? Ooh, I don't know if I want to share with the whole public. Is this loud for you? What are your secrets? <laughs> what are your secrets? What are your secrets? Oh, I got one. Perfect. Perfect timing. Uh, what is my secret? I'm a big fan of your show. There you go. No. <laughs> Thank you for loving me the way I love you. All right. I feel like I should say goodbye because I don't want to ruin uh, like such an amazing experience. Looks like we're out of time. Goodbye. Thank you. You said it first, though, technically. But still. No, uh -oh, thank looks you. Like we're out of time. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Are you calling from work? I'm looking at work. You're looking at it? Yeah. Like this call is work? Uh, no, I'm working from home. Hmm. 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 What are you doing? Are you working? I mean, technically, work? yeah. Yeah, I'm working. You're looking at it. Respect. Respect to you, sir. What is your relationship? So, what? Uh, my relationship with nature. Is that yeah. what we're talking about? Mm -hmm. um, I guess it's something that I appreciate um, at times when I want to be less stressed about stupid things like work. Keep, keep going. Keep going. I wanted to listen to the music. You're supposed to talk over the music. It's it's adding drama to your words. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I'll go over. Uh, nature typically... Um, yeah, I'm in the rat race, and it really helps pull me out of there when I can see some blue-ass water, some green-ass trees, and it makes me take myself less seriously. That's what nature means to me. All right! <laughs> thank you yeah, so thank much. Thank you. Thank you. We did what we came to do. Hello? 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 Are you screaming? Are you, can you hear me? Is everything okay? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. I don't know either. I truly don't know. I do not um, know. You have, you have a, do you have one child? Mm, well, who's asking? <laughs> me, because, me, because uh, I, I have two kids and okay. I'm always, um, curious to hear other people and about their parenting and about like what the mm. hell what do you do what do you do as a parent how do you go from being like a cynical person to like a I have to be like hopeful for my kids kind of person <sighs> oh, boy. 
Is that way too dark? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think what I try to tell myself, particularly in light of nature, climate change, let's say. Yeah, right. Is that we're animals. And my animal desire was to like, is to like have a job and to have a family and blah, blah, blah. Right. Not that everyone's is that, but for me, that's how no, I, right. that's how I think about it. I'm just like, well, I'm an animal and I have this instinct to have a kid and I'm going to just hope that the world is okay. I don't know. True that. I mean, I do have to say I have fun and I love like doing the simplest things. Especially when you talk about outside nature. Yes. Because that's like, you know, the playground, the world's playground. And it's fun. And kids when they're little. Oh, no. What? I'm just, the, I'm that's scared. the studio audience. Like, ha, I guess nature is the playground. That's no, what they're thinking. Nature is like nature's playground, but I just realized that mm. part doesn't make sense. Where are you uh, right But, now? you know, kids, I'm in Atlanta. Okay. But, you know, kids, like, they when they're little, they, like, pick up a rock and they're just like, this is the world, you know, they just hold it and like, mm -hmm. don't you dare put it down. Don't you wash it. Don't, you know, mm -hmm. and I love that. I know, honey. I love it too. I do. But you, but I don't know what, how old you, your child or children, because I don't know. I don't actually do you know. Want his social I, know you, I know you're number? a mommy. I do know that, <laughs> but I have a 10 year old son and I have a two year old daughter. So yeah. I had a little pandemic baby and Man, it's crazy. Yeah. But it's fun, but it's also effing crazy. It is. I mean, it's crazy with one. I, yeah. You know, one and a dog, that's already a lot. Listen, people, when I had one, they were like, oh, you better have another. And I was like, ah, I mean, why does everyone say that? They're like, just do it. Oh, God, do I have another one? I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And then, and then we slipped up. <laughs> now I have a two-year-old and now I have that gap, that age gap that people are like, they try to scare you about. Why? Like, oh. What's the gap? But you know what's cool is it's not, it's it's just a different perspective. Like it's a different experience. What's the know? gap? What do you say? What is the gap? What is the uh, gap? It's about nine years. Whoa. I know. <laughs> it's, it's a big one. I was about to be but, like, whatever. That's not a big gap. Then I was like... Yes, but I'm like a totally different person because I'm 35 and I was like 24 when I had my, my son. So I'm like, oh. my daughter gets like a way more patient version of me than my son did. But but I also was like, had way more energy. Energy, with my son. You know, energy. Fucking on the playground with him. I know, I always think about that. Like if I had a kid younger, I'd have way more energy, but... I guess I'd but there, it's everything's a trade-off, though. You know, yeah. like there really are pros and cons. I think, Honey. and that's why it's good not to listen to everybody else be like, "Oh, you don't know what you're getting yourself into," because you know, you're right. I don't, and neither do you. You know, someone had a good joke about this. I feel like it was Moshe Kasher, but he was like, 
Yeah, like everyone tells you when when you're thinking about having a kid and they have kids, you should do it. It's the happiest they've ever been. And then as soon as you have a kid, they're like, welcome to hell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's like a trap door opens up. I know, I feel like it's the same. (laughs) You're miserable with me now. But there is camaraderie in that. Like that is a thing that, that other people, like people with kids don't understand. But you know, it's funny too. Okay, I was one of the people in my like age group to have a kid before, I'm sorry, my friend group before a lot of my friends did. So like, I felt like, oh great. I'm the one who has a kid and everybody is like going to f- be a fucking pharmacist or something in college, you know? And then now it's like, oh, they're, they're the ones having kids. I never felt like I matched up. You know what I mean? Anyway, this is all to say that I hear people now who are younger and they have their shit together and they're like, no, I will never have children. But also on the, it's the same thing. It's like, but you don't actually know what it's like. I think, hey baby, here comes my daughter. But they don't know what it's like, you know? Nobody does. It's a fucking gamble. I'm just going to take that as it's nighttime and it's peaceful. But, you know, it's so nice when it's outside and dark. <laughs> and nature. Because I'm in the South, so we have, like, big, loud cicadas. And they're, mm. like, big. We, the bug, nature bug sounds dominate the South would you in ever, the summer. Would you ever eat a cicada? What? No. What? I mean, would I? If if there's like something on the line, if they're like, let's talk about context, but I'm not just going to pick one up and eat it. The apocalypse, end times, climate collapse. (sighs) For sure. Great. If someone's smarter than me, if someone, a culinary person who is like, I can prepare a bug really well, I will, I'll listen to them first. (sighs) Well, you know what I mean? Oh, man. I'm so honored. (laughs) Hi, kid. Bye, kid. Bye. Bye, Mom. Bye, Atlanta. Oh, oh, my daughter says bye. Bye. Hang on, baby. Let's hear her. Let's hear her. Evelyn, say hey, Chelsea. She's choking. She's choking right now. Not Uh like literally, but... That's when things really took a turn. Oh no, gotta go. All right, thank you so much. Bye. I can't. I can't. It's called Chelsea Beretti. You've reached us. We're here in studio. We're talking about nature. What does nature mean to you? Can I tell you something unrelated? (laughs) I guess so. What is it? Um, I've, I'm a big fan. I think you truly are one of the greats. I've been listening for a long time. I've never called in. This feels like um, you're like had... gearing up to say, but I hate you. <laughs> yeah, no, I love you. You're great. Yeah. I have a, a story, kind of a medical anomaly story. I think you'd be interested in. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> So one piece of information for this story that's integral is that I have a particularly deep belly button. Ew, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. No, thank you. No, thank you. Fucking shut up. You're triggering buttons I haven't even touched in years. <laughs> so uh, a few years ago, I uh, noticed a little bit of um, pain in there. 
<laughs> I was kind of feeling around there, and it felt like what I thought was maybe like a maybe a, a scab or something in there. I got out the old tweezers, and I pulled on the thing, and it was a struggle. And I pulled out maybe like a sunflower seed size chunk of like a million hairs all held together by maybe like a waxy substance and it felt so good and I have dreams to this day of this moment of the relief that I felt of pulling this obstruction out of my body that had been bugging me for months the end Oh wait, sorry, I hit the wrong one. <laughs> Bad story. I? I need water. <laughs> Where am I? I need water. Children, children, come on in for supper. Come on in for supper. It's hairball with wax. Fresh out of the deepest belly button you ever did see. Come on, children. <laughs> that is that's honestly disgusting i don't know what to do with you dude i don't know dude i don't know let's see if we got any kind of music that oh this is good Silence is the purest More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. (laughs) (laughs) And in conclusion, you seem like a real sweetheart, but I gotta go. Oh, God, Lady Willikers! Hello? Hello? Hi! It's a cooler! It's a cooler! This is, I'm pretending you're my dog. That's how you talk to your dog? Yeah. Honestly, same. (laughs) I go, hello, Nikita Pundidi. You have to. You got to. Now, you you surely know the topic. Let's see if you do. I'm talking about nature's importance, right? The importance of nature? That's your timing. <laughs> now, are you a drum roll engineer? Uh, <laughs> do you study drum rolls and non-traditional use of drum rolls? And that's what your PhD is about? That's okay, exactly listen. right. Tell that me and the importance of nature, obviously. Everything. Um, so, well, I live in a really big city now, but... I'm originally from Seattle, so for me, nature is like, like you know, being outside in the green, it's healing, it's totally like I need to go find a place in nature at least once a week and disconnect because can't do the city, can't do it. And when you go there, you don't use your phone at all? Uh, I... Try not to, but I'm really bad at that because I'm very much addicted to social media, honestly. Well, isn't it funny, though, that you said disconnect? You're just, like, on your iPhone in a cabin? Um, <laughs> Literally well, more connected ideally, than any human has ever been. I wouldn't be, but, I, you know, I got to say, every once in a while, you got to see what's going on on Instagram. I mean, I, I'm truly R.E. Instagram. I'm starting to think. Time to say goodbye. It's time to say goodbye.
But on the other hand, I'm... how would I promote my podcast? See, this is where we're in a bit of a pickle. But I really, 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 really have an addictive personality. And I think we're all just being manipulated by algorithms. I have to say, like, Instagram my... sucks now. The algorithms suck. Like, I used to have so much fun on there. And now I feel like it's like so weird what reaches people and it's so finicky and yeah the whole not seeing your posts from your friends but seeing the suggested posts thing yeah not just all of it it's just very it's very counterintuitive and it's very disorienting and people yeah, that i but... do actually want to see their posts like i was just looking at who i follow because i was honestly thinking should i go be like one of those people who only follows three people or zero <laughs> one of those celebs yeah, I was literally like, should I shift to that celebrity model for social media? Like, follow zero Honestly, people. I always hated I mean, people who do that, but now I really go, you know what? Instagram has gotten away from what I wanted it to be. And it used to be a place where I literally looked at nature videos. And now it's ooh. just like everything else, a fucking cesspool of absolutely polarized bigotry and hate a hundred percent i mean you know what even if you aren't following people that you like i'm sure you'll still see random ass posts it'll be the same things that you're I know. seeing now well that's the thing you follow some like nature account and they're like kill all women you're like what I thought, <laughs> exactly I thought this was a nature account whoops totally. um anyway uh i don't know i i keep thinking back to how literally it's actually insane that Twitter used to be a place where every comedian in the country and internationally would just post jokes for free all the time. And everyone else would just be cracking up at those free jokes, retweeting those free jokes. And it was like a place of absolute silliness. Were there problems at times? Sure. But now, when I mean, I don't even go on X, but like even in the years leading up to stupid ass Elon Musk taking over X, like it was deteriorating so rapidly into a place where anything you say you have, someone is upset, you know? And I, you know, I, I'm anyway, I, I just feel like it's, it's pretty amazing how much has changed in a matter of years on social media. Yeah. It's totally nuts. I mean, it, but it's like, you know, not to get too political here, but it's, I feel like the politics is the whole thing. It's like we just turned into such a polarized society in every oh, yeah. aspect. And it I mean, really everyone's sucks. putting infographics. Here's a slideshow of what to say if someone talks to you about their point of view. And it's literally oh, like yeah. instructing people how not to listen to each other. How to Straight just up. Keep, I know. How to just keep repeating you're very usually on uh, i think on many sides very um uh what do you call it not propagandized but basically like very one-sided omitting a lot of pertinent details point of view the people mm -hmm. i trust are not doing that and yeah uh anyway I've, I've been... I, I think it's crazy <laughs> and um yeah. and people like a bunch of fucking oh <laughs> <laughs> it's like the people whatever i should just stop while i'm ahead 
I should stop. <laughs> no, I feel you. That's why I like Instagram has got, totally gone downhill because all of the stories that I see now are just people's political opinions, which feel like just shouting into an abyss because I only follow people who share the same political opinions as me. Really? Because like, I follow people who I thought shared the same belief system as me and I've been like, oh, we don't. And yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, yeah. So it's been, it's been a very eye-opening experience. I agree. I, I'm on the same side as you. I'm thinking about leaving social media, but I live in a different country than the rest of my family and friends. So that's a really annoying thing that's keeping me there, I know. honestly. Well, that's, but, you that's know. the thing with all technology, right? It's like, oh, I don't want to be on my phone, but I need it to use the GPS to navigate here. I don't want to be on my phone, but it's my clock. I don't want to be yep. on my phone, but it's how I track my steps. I don't want to be on my phone, but it's how I keep in touch with my friend in, a, in another country. I don't want to be on my phone, but blah, blah, blah. And pretty soon you're on your phone. I mean, my phone, when it sends me updates, it's like, you were using your phone 24 hours yesterday. I'm like, what? <laughs> yep. I was. <laughs> I'm like, uh. Where am I? I'm like, wait, did they change the number of hours in a day? Because I know I slept yesterday. <laughs> it's so, it's so disappointing. I'm like, I guess I'm just always kind of holding it. It's like a cigarette, you know, but it's like a cigarette yeah. that you can have in indoors, in mixed company, in a movie. You know, it's like, it's like that perfect yeah. cigarette, honestly. It sucks a lot the, the one thing that drives me nuts that I do I'm really good at I have to say for myself is at a table in a restaurant with other people I do not look at my phone because that drives me insane <laughs> mixed reactions to that one okay yeah the crowd wasn't sure. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I remember when like iPhones or I don't know what, they just got more and more popular and people, there was a long period of time where people started getting on their phones all the time more. This is poorly articulated, but the point being, there was a time where people would go, everyone's on their phones. They would like point yeah. it out like, oh my God, look at you're on your phone, you're on your phone, you're on your phone. I mean, and I guess maybe people do that somewhat still, but I would be so like, yeah, whatever. We're on our fucking phones, <laughs> you know? So yeah. like, I, I guess like what I said before is part of the issue. It's like, well, if you use your phone to like see what the babysitter, if there's any updates, if you use it to see what time it is, if you use it to like remember if you took your vitamins or whatever the fuck it is, how do you not true. Look very at true it? how do you not look at it like there's those comedians that were like you have to put your phone in a pouch that or some shit if you're gonna i uh, know fuck that that's too much i was like how does anyone with kids do that i would never no do that is that extreme i like don't want my phone off for two hours and i don't know what's going on with my kids no i mean i feel that way this is a much smaller level, but like I am a teacher and I, you know, put my phone away when I'm teaching, obviously, but I have my Apple watch because I'm like, I don't know what if there's like a car crash. <laughs> right. Now your Apple watch. My mom needs to get a hold. Hmm? Does, your, does your Apple watch give you car crash alerts? 
No, but like, what if my mom's trying to call me because there was like an emergency car crash? Can you, you know, imagine something. though how stressful if every something time like there was that. any car crash, your Apple Watch was like, car crash? <laughs> you know how like anything you're scared of doing, people are like, well, cars are 10,000 times more dangerous. If like, you know, and it just doesn't feel that way when you get in a car, it feels mundane. But if you got car crash alerts on your Apple Watch every time there every was an accident. Every time it happened. And I don't, I don't know if we're even just talking in your city or if we're talking globally. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a great idea. Every time there's a car crash globally you get a zolt a zolt a jolt to your little zing zong you get a little jolt to your wrist and it says car crash car crash and you're like oh, oh. i mean if you imagine yeah you would just be constantly it would just be one long buzz i guess it wouldn't stop yeah no it would be keep you awake i guess i guess you would have to limit it to your city that might even be depending on where you live could be hit or miss <laughs> hit or miss Why? bye hello hey you wanted to know what nature is to me I sure did thanks for getting right down to it can you talk louder though? Yeah. I can barely hear you. Of course I can. Um, I feel like there's two different sides to nature, the word for me. Mm. And one largely revolves around the outdoors and moss. Okay, hold on. And okay. Was that so quiet? That was a ding. All in Was that like a the... point? A point for moss? Yeah. Okay. And then the other side of it is the nature aspect of like people and like right. what constitutes their, like the eight old, the old adage of nature versus nurture. Exactly. So, exactly. So I thought you might other. be saying yeah. that. Or it could be both depending on how high you are. Right. You could feel like right. one in one with the moss. Yeah. It could be know. like a simulcast of what, you know, what is nature or nurture for a buck? in the wild so that's both nature and nature oh boy yeah this is like philosophy Nature's class <laughs> let me tell you if there's <laughs> one thing i didn't like it was philosophy class you know what actually i did like it but then i felt really, really? betrayed because i read all these like hardcore feminists and then i realized like their lives weren't the same as the things they said but anyway the long story short i don't know if you're friends with any like <laughs> philosophy majors but when they start talking <laughs> philosophy, mamma mia, I need a snore sound effect. Yeah, I need a um, snoring. I think that's worthwhile adding. Didn't to the I board. have one? Oh no, Kojak was adding snore sound effects. I need one on the board though. <laughs> <laughs> I need one on the board, honey. You have to have it at your fingertips, ready, ready at command. That's right. Um, yeah, no, I think that. It's interesting. Who do you feel like is a feminist Gross. that didn't uh, didn't live it? Gross. Sorry, I hit all that talk? with my no. Who's I hit that. Talk, I, so. I hit that with my knuckle. Uckle. 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 Uh oh, I'm glitching. Uckle. 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 More than a movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time. 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. I gotta start getting out of these calls sooner. I'm being too languid. Do you know that word? Languid? Hello? Chelsea! Hey! I've been looking for someone like you And you've been looking for somebody too Okay, I felt compelled to call because you've been mentioning health professionals. Okay. And I happen to be one. Oh, shit. (laughs) What do you got for us? Okay, I was honored when you did the whole jackpot thing, but then the crashing sort of brought me back down to earth. And that's kind of what I was going for. I was like, <laughs> wow, here here we are. We're celebrating you. But at the same time, what do you bring to the table? Let's get down to brass tacks. You know? 
Hmm, I don't know. What do you want to know? Well, what are you? <laughs> you only said that you're a health professional. Can you elaborate? Medical doctor. Okay. Um, board certified internist. <laughs> I accidentally hit that with my hand, but it really, it's more inspired than what I was going to do, which was just listen. <laughs> it, you know what? It bumps the energy right back up. Okay. Really you going. say you're a medical professional. It's like you're being so cagey with the deets, girl. What what's your <laughs> field? Tell me anything I can latch on to. Don't make me the bad guy here. I just want to know ya. Well, I'm in training to be a hematologist oncologist. Now, what is hematology? The study of blood? Yep. Do you do vampire facials? Unfortunately, no, but have you heard of something them? interesting to look into? I, I read that they are bullshit because, <laughs> okay, so, you know, they like take your blood out and spin it and they say they're separating. I've never done this. I think it does seem idiotic. Mm -hmm. They take your blood. They put it in some canister shit that's probably fake. Then they say they're spinning it for like, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. And then they're rubbing half of it on your face or some shit like that. That's my like basic understanding but then in the comments okay. i was reading someone on one of these posts of a dermat uh, no not a dermatologist a facialist in the comments someone's like i work in the medical field you can't separate blood in 10 minutes it takes like two hours or something like that do you want to weigh in hematologist is it possible to separate blood in a very short amount of time. I want to say no. 10 minutes feels pretty fast, but great. In the spirit of full disclosure, I'm not the one centrifuging blood, so I honestly don't know how long it takes. What but are, it is possible what are to you doing? What are you doing with blood? Uh, mostly looking at it under a microscope. And what are you looking for? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it depends on what's going on with the patient. Uh -huh. We look for all kinds of stuff. Huh. But honestly, I'm more interested in the oncology. Hold on. I'm still interested in blood. I have a question. Well, if you ever get some blood and you're looking at it under your microscope, what makes you go, holy moly, you take your little glasses off, you like clean your lens, you're like, what is going on with this blood? Like, what would make you do have a strong reaction to a blood sample on a microscope? Well, definitely if I see some sort of parasite inside a red blood cell, that Ooh, would be concerning. What would that be? Like malaria. Ooh, what does malaria look like? Uh, it sort of looks like a ring inside the cell. Mm. And typically, you don't see anything inside of a red blood cell. Now, do people just ever creepy. get their blood drawn for no reason just to be like, okay, check it out. Is anything up with it? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure. But I'm not really looking at those hypochondriacs under a microscope. All right. Well, listen, thank you for your call. 
I can't do it anymore. It's like pulling teeth to get any info, Doc. Hello? Holy shite. Holy moly, 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 moo. <laughs> My goodness, you know, I'm a certified karate head. Wow. I for you. Thank you for loving me. <laughs> the way I love you. Aw. God bless you. What is this one? Broken and alone. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel. Same. <laughs> hey, listen, I know this is supposed to be about nature, but I literally just got in the mail my favorite eyeliner ever, and I just needed to share it with you because I'm curious if you also use it and like it. Should I even bother having topics? <laughs> you know, I, I was trying to be more organized this runaround and like post the topic and and then everyone's just calling like, hey, you know what? <laughs> ah. Girl, I'll talk about whatever you please. No, listen, no one's passionate about nature. It's just, you know, we very simply need to set up our final interview of this podcast. We got a doozy, a couple that's a bit of a doozy in the nature department. <laughs> So, what's the eyeliner, though? I would like to know. Ooh, so it's Victoria Beckham's Kajal Eyeliner. Please spell. K-A-J-A-L. K-A-J-A-L. Vic yeah, no idea what it means. Um, well, let's look it, it up! <laughs> let's see. It is absolutely wonderful, and it does not give you that line in the crease. Hmm. It's just very silky, and then it dries matte. Hmm. And what is the color? And it's fabulous. Ooh, I have the gold. I have no, but what's uh, Kajal? What's Kajal? I I don't know, man. That's what I'm calling in to ask you. I thought you should know. You're the oh, that's here. the name of the liner, not the color. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I'm actually hitting every button on accident today, but they're perfectly timed and curated. <laughs> My knuckles are on fire. I would love to get your review. Perhaps like a five-page book report on this eyeliner. Creamy texture is what it says. I don't know about a creamy texture. I have those like deep-set eyes like a corpse would have. And I'm telling you, man, I do not get that. <laughs> I'm not sure laughing. Um, but does it creamy smear and smudge? So you do get a little smudgy smudge, but only if you like want it. The end of the liner has that little, I don't know, smudgy sticky poo thingy-majiggy. And you can do like the really cute smoky eye, but if you just let it dry, it doesn't smudge. Okay, cool. All right. 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 All right, lady. Um, here's the thing. My favorite eyeliner, I ran out and I kept putting off re 
purchasing it. It was a Christian mm. Dior eyeliner. I don't even remember buying it, but anyway, it was in this, you know, silver eyeliner. Um, you know, the outside of it is silver, and the liner itself was like a brown gray. <clears throat> Ooh, I like that. It was yeah, such a... a pretty color, brownish gray, no blue feeling to it, like a warm gray. And it was the perfect yeah. under eyeliner, okay? Mm, yeah, never heard of such a thing. It sounds gorgeous. But this line has like several metallic shades, and they're all freaking amazing. Big up to Victoria well, B. Love you. <laughs> what are you an avon lady <laughs> i gotta go girl to see what I do not see. hello hey hi welcome to the party line. party line are there others here yeah just me but I'm others. Okay. Is the topic still nature? Yeah. What do you think? No one so far has really been too passionate. Even a woman who really? was a self-proclaimed environmentalist didn't have too much to say on the topic in a weird way. Okay. Um, I'm not an environmentalist, but I love like being in nature for sure. Do you do a lot of hikes? <sighs> Um, do I do a lot of hikes? I do like hikes. I really need a partner though. I need someone to go, let's go for a hike. And I go, let's do it. It does yeah. take a lot out of you. The incline, but those views and being yeah. in nature, it's worth it. I need a hike partner. I need someone to say, Hey, let's go hike. I used to hike all the time. I'm actually starting to melt down right now. I used to go for two oh, yeah. hour hikes and uh, incline on hot days have you ever done like hiking and camping you know what i really want to i i you went should. camping I... with my dad as a child but now i don't know there is a part of me that's a little scared yeah well sometimes you can get like you can hike between like cabins like you rent well i mean i don't know <laughs> you don't have to be like in a tent i know <laughs> yeah. Okay. I did that this summer in in the Alps, the French Alps. Really? And so yeah, what? You 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 stayed in cabins and you hiked how many miles a day? Um, miles I don't know, but I know like it was like maybe twenty five to twenty seven kilometers a day. God, I was gonna make so, a joke about kilometers, but you really did measure in kilometers. Yeah. You never translated. Are you from the states? I am, but you, I was living over there for a bit, and I just kind of forgot about miles. I can't believe you weren't sort of always translating in your head to really go, okay, I walked 12 miles. No, no. I had to learn, like, military time, and that Oof. was tough. Oof. Now, will, uh, mil you know, military... Like, 19 o'clock. Dude, military time, I truly have to say, I don't understand it. And this is the thing also, I was going on a rant about social media, but it's like everyone who has to be like, everyone needs to make constant proclamations on social media all the time. I go, hey, I don't understand military time. I don't know the difference between cities and states. Okay? Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I have a question. 
It's not related to nature. Yeah. Well, join the club. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I, and this is not food test. It's just like, I want to know your opinion. Pancakes or waffles? You know, there's certain foods like yeah. mac and cheese, for example, that vary so drastically from place to place, right? Yeah, there's a lot to consider. Here's what I hate for a pancake and a waffle, actually. It's the same thing. I hate a okay. gummy texture, yeah. rubbery. The worst Me pancake too. is rubbery. The uh -huh. worst pancake, if you rub it against the pavement, it sounds like this. <laughs> a waffle, my dream waffle, is really crispy on the outside and really soft on the inside. But then you got so your you lemon. Know, what? Pancakes, though, like they need to have a crispy edge. Oh, I mean, really I love that. Well. Yeah, would love that. Now, there's yeah. also a lemon ricotta pancake there is also blueberry pancakes there's pumpkin pancakes you know there's corn yeah. pancakes that are more dense which i actually do like there's buckwheat oh, yeah. pancakes i love buckwheat pancakes so i guess if i had to choose i might say pancakes but the problem is those rubbery ones are pretty common and same with waffles so a lot of yeah. times I, when I order pancakes or waffles as like, oh, it's for the table. It's a splurge. And then I regret it because it's not as good as I mm -hmm. want it to be. I think both, though, make you feel like shit after. A hundred percent. That's what they have in common. And that's the nature of yeah. pancakes. That's the nature <laughs> of flour. Flour is a grain. <laughs> Grains are nature. Uh -huh. We did it! I have to hang up. Just start hanging up during jackpots. That way people feel good still. Hello? 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 This is your grandma. All right. Hello? That sounds exactly like my grandmother. May she rest in peace. Hello? Sometimes I do an impression of my grandmother that makes me miss her. Hello? Oh, hi. Long time, first time. Uh, how, the, how the hell are you? It's a terrible thing. Uh, oh, one more time? It's a terrible thing. <laughs> uh, yes, true that. Uh, um, um, I'm living, living like Larry. How are you? Hello. 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 Oh, you're not able to hear me. Hello. Sad times. I'm doing an impression of my deceased grandmother, and it's making me miss her. Actually, literally just saying hello like that, like, fills me with <sighs> incredible nostalgia. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. 
And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. <laughs> I'm creeping myself out. This is like a Ouija board, and you're being involved in a seance right out of the gate. Hello. Oh, I love that. Thank you. My grandma would be also be like, he don't know. He don't know about this or that. He don't know. <laughs> well, it's a terrible thing. I go, do you want to get this dessert and split it and split it? And she'd be like, you get your own. I'll have one and you have one. She never would share bites of anything. God love her. We missed you, Grandma. Hello. Oh, she sounds she sounds lovely. <laughs> you I, hang I, up I on me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it would be warranted, okay? Oh wait, I know what. I have a food test for you. You ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna set you up here. Gravy. What about gravy? Is it good is or it is good? it bad? Um, it very much depends on the dish. Um, uh, a good, like, nice brown gravy at Thanksgiving, that's all right. Um, um, maybe, like, a biscuits and gravy, all right. Gravy really, to me, is not good. I don't <clears> – <throat> I, I never was into gravy. It feels that's like, completely fine. It's more for me. You don't. You don't need to have it. It's that's not okay. okay. It's not okay. Oh. 
Oh, we're okay. at odds. You love it. I hate it. What are we gonna do That's here? I, I, what should I we don't do? Know. We don't. Well, you can get your own, and I can get mine. You know, just like your grandma. That's a great idea. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you calling about nature, honestly? Oh, yeah, I was calling about nature. <laughs> yeah, I try. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, nature, nature is awesome, and it's going to persist forever. You know, we're, I mean, until the sun blows up. Yeah, like, we as a human species were so stubborn, we made rocks talk to each other, and that's how we got phones and shit. But um, after we die, you know, nature's just going to keep taking over. Even if radiation, like, hits it like crazy, it, it'll find a way. Yeah, I do sometimes take comfort in that old theory. That old, hey, Earth will continue, we just won't, right? Absolutely. I don't know. I love being a speck of dust. How old are you, child? 21. I knew it. <laughs> I love being a speck of dust. I'm like, you have no kids. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have any kids. So. It's so much easier to be abstract and philosophical in that way. But whatever. We all have to get through life, huh? It's, it's how we do it, yeah. Let's see. I feel like I need, like... I love being a speck of dust. <laughs> I wish there was a song for that. But I don't know. What's this? Instead of hatred, I choose love. <laughs> um i guess uh a song for that would maybe be this song is not a metaphor by brian david gilbert um doesn't really have to do with dust but it's it's an all right song for uh weird existential dread or like absurdism where nothing matters smiley face nothing really matters okay i don't know that song so i can't really comment I'm going to have to say, you're a little cute little speck of dust, all right? Stay cute little speck of little dust, you little cute. I'm going to talk to you like my dog and then hang up on you. Ready? Okay. Okay, hold on.
baby doogie. You're just a cute little baby doogie. No biting. No biting. It's over, and that's like giving a shot or something. You make a painless. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to Gal Jelzy and Beretti. Today is a theme that no one is really speaking to. It is nature. Hi, hello. Kelsey, is that you? Hello? Am I missing something? Nature sounds, I guess. I love nature. Wait, is this happening right now? Am I missing something? <laughs> Chelsea, is... stop it! Oh Wait. my god, you're freaking me out! What do you mean, is this happening right now? I didn't, I didn't know! This is my first time ever calling! I was like, I didn't know if I was like, I didn't know what was going on. I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait, I, can, I can't I, hear you I got that in my well. Car... Oh, I'm sorry. I got in my car on my break at work and I saw you posted the number. So I was like, let me just call for shits and gigs, see what happens. Of course. And here we are. And here you are driving around the streets unsafely <laughs> on a podcast. Basically, I, the... I'm, I'm in Alaska right now. So the roads are really icy. Whoa, and that's That's nature. what it's like driving everywhere. Alaska is like. So I can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's really horrible right now, but those summers are gorgeous. Summers are gorgeous. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's, That's how I feel every day. I haven't seen a bear up here yet though. I was just listening to your episode about the bear attack. What bear attack? And I Well, there hasn't been a bear attack, but I was listening to your one where you're asking people I, the one you just posted, and oh, I was yeah. like, hmm, if I see a bear, I would love to tell Chelsea a story about a bear. But I've seen a moose. And did it charge at you? It did not. I'm too scared. But we were just driving past it, and we just looked at it, and we were like, wow, a moose. Wait, um, why? so wait, Alaska, all I think about in Alaska is like um, all the reality shows that I've seen about Alaska. Like there was a time where <laughs> like ice road truckers, just all of it. I mean, anytime you turned your TV on, it was like Alaska, Alaska home builders, Alaska people building fires, Alaska people. I was like, what is the, <laughs> is there, how much of like a tax, uh, <laughs> what do you call that? Like they, they give incentives to shoot in different places like Atlanta. Uh I was like, it must be. I don't know much about that. Yeah, well, it's got to be dirt cheap to shoot in Alaska. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I know they they do have a lot of laws about it because they're very big on like protecting the native land still, which I think is cool. Laws about so, like, shooting. They're very specific on where you can and can't, what you can and can't, how much you can and can't. Well, that's crazy considering how many shows there are. I know, <laughs> like deadliest catch and stuff. You're talking about hunting. I don't know. Hunting, fishing, I don't do any of it. I don't I don't know anything. 
Um, what are you doing in Alaska? Dare I ask? Um, so it's shooting kind of funny. Porn. Me and my boy, me and my boyfriend, our really really good friend is from up here. They went to college together. Yeah, and she kind of is always like to the lower forty eighters, like, hey, jokingly, come up and move to Alaska. And we were like, okay. So we moved up from Phoenix just this past summer. Wow, you're going from one end of the weather spectrum <laughs> to another. Yeah. Yeah, and it's my first winter ever. I grew up in Texas, so I'm so new to me, but I'm doing well so far. Now, are you, like, on social media posting about your life change? Uh, Yeah, somewhat. Okay. I don't post a lot, but, like, my friends know that I'm up here. Okay. Because it it does, like, that is a show I would watch. You and your boyfriend in Alaska. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> a teacher and a barista just doing mm. Alaskan things up in Alaska. Yeah, like, so is he working at, like, a chic um, cafe? No, I'm the barista. Oh. I work at the biggest coffee chain in fucking the world. <laughs> oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. If you, if you catch my drift, I read yeah. ya. I read ya. <laughs> Um, so you yeah, making... he's a high school teacher. Wow. A coffee. Yeah. Maker. We're just educating the youth and giving them coffees. That's what we do. You're making this world run. You're making it. Exactly. You're making this world have diarrhea and you're making. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let, let's talk exactly. about the bathroom at your workplace. I hate our bathroom. Tell me everything. Part of my job is like keeping an eye on who uses our bathrooms. And a lot of people don't use our bathrooms well. Um, (laughs) Because we have like an open bathroom policy (laughs) at our company. So we can't really say no to people. So then you got people doing jack shit in the bathroom all the time. And I'm like, I just, I just work here to make coffee. I'm not trying to be the bathroom police. You got people absolutely spattering that bathroom. Exactly. It's nasty. They're giving you a little grande spatter if you follow my, <laughs> if you follow my drift. Um, More like a venti. Yeah. I don't know. What is a venti? I don't remember. It's the big one. Mm. See, I was one of those people that you probably hate where I was just like, if I ever have to go there because I don't like that place. Uh-huh. Me neither. Um, I would say small or large. Do you hate that? See, and that's fine. No, I don't mind that at all. I hate more when people are like, oh, what is it? Let me think of the word. Let me think of the word. I'm like, just say small, medium, yeah. large. I got you. I've been working here. I know what you're, you're up about. Do you ever call him a bitch? I will get fired if I ever did that. <laughs> but just say small, back, bitch. Just do. say big. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I kill him with kindness. Well, in your honor. Coffee, 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 got, got coffee, cranking through my sister, got coffee, cranking through my sister, got coffee, cranking through my sister, coffee, cranking through my sister. Oh my god, yes. And what about this? Coffee, 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 Expresso. 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 I love it. I love it. Now, okay, I love you so, so much. I really, I know you usually cut it short. I have to go back in. I was just on my little 10-minute oh, break. I didn't think you'd answer. Oh, shit. I know. Oh, shit. You are leaving me. I know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Time to go. Time to go. That's my thing. <laughs> it's time to go now. Bye.
but I love you so, 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 so much. I'm so glad I got to talk to you. Oh, listen, you too. You're a sweetheart. I hope you have a grand, Bye. grand day time at work. And um, yeah, thank you so much, Chelsea. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Bye. But bye. I was going to be like, it's not bye. It's bye for now. But I couldn't remember what it was. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi, Chelsea. Hi. Hi. Are you in a cafeteria? Am I here? Are you here? Are you in a cafeteria? Where'd you just walk to? A more secure, quiet location? Nope. I did. Yeah. No, I did. I'm at, I'm at work. Um, I just walked into like one of the private rooms. You bad girl. You bad, bad girl. Bored at no, work? I deserve it. I've had a really good day at work today. So Whoa. I deserve this. What does a good day at work entail? I, so I'm a recruiter. Um, so I get new clients and I please people and I got a new client today. And I found a young gentleman a new job today. That's got to feel good, huh? What's the job? It does. The job? What, what job? That you got. That I got the person? Yeah. An assistant property manager. Now, you don't think they got it for themselves with their skill set? Oh, no. He he did, but okay. I introduced him to the opportunity. That's pretty cool. So then do you make um, a percentage of that job, or how does it work? I do, yeah. I make a percentage of it. So he's basically getting, like, I get 25% of his first year's salary. Whoa. Well, I mean, my company. I don't get all of that. I wish I did. But then I get, like, a, a smaller percentage of that. And do you try to get the price, the, like, his annual salary up so that that 25 doesn't infringe on his earnings? I do like to get that up as much as possible, but within reason. Because I don't want to screw over my client. Right, this but... is my... More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Question. Like, is it worth it for people to use a recruiter? It depends, yeah. I mean, if you're willing to pay, like, the fee for it, like, if you're going to find, if you have a job that you need filled and it's $100,000, I'm going to charge you $25,000 to find a person. So, like, if you're willing to pay that, then, like, hell yeah, it's worth it. And I provide a really good service. Um, Where do you find talented candidates i mean everywhere i find them on linkedin i find them in my company's database i post jobs and then i i call people like all day long you work hard well i tell people um that's the impression that i want to give off (laughs) i definitely don't work as hard as i could But I work hard just enough. You know what I mean? Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so what, are you going to keep working for the rest of the day or do you feel like you've earned your, you've earned your day? Uh, I haven't earned my keep yet. I do need to post the job. I do need to post one job on the internet. Okay. But then, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out of here. What, what is the job? I got a new job today. It's like a little administrative role. It's a small one. Okay. Um, and then do people have to pay anything outside of that percentage to use your services? Like if you want a job? No, that's about it. All right. Wow. What do you think about nature? Huh? Nature. You know, the theme today was nature. Yeah, Yeah, I saw that. Nature. I think that nature is our our core. It's like back to the basics. 
Yeah. You know, anything outside of nature is, you know, extra. It's. Do you, you think know, we're like too be... estranged from how food is made? Oh my God. Yeah. What do you feel about fake meat? Like mm. that vegan meat? Well, I do feel like if, you know, if it would save the earth, I would become vegan. Um, and I think that fake meat often tastes pretty good. The only thing is that I don't know that it's particularly good for you a lot of times. Yeah, there's like, I don't know if there's anything natural about it. Like, I think so that... It's like I'd there might be actually things in real meat that are good for you that I don't even know if I agree. fake meat has or not. But I, I don't know. I think there's been there's developments all the time. So I don't want to speak out of school because I don't know. I'm not up to speed on all the fake mm -hmm. meat tech, as it were. Um, do you have any tips for people who have an important job interview and they're nervous? What do mm. you suggest they do? Um, I suggest be yourself. I think that's like the most cliche thing ever, but don't overdo it. Like just have a conversation and make the interviewer laugh, laugh, have a good time, make a joke, crack a joke, be likable. They want to work with people who are likable and that that's my tip of the day. All right. Well, thank you so much. Congrats on your day. It is crazy how there's so many there's so many jobs that are basically being a middleman between people. Anyway, um this episode is about nature, okay? It is about um nature and spirit, but actually it's not really about much of anything except we are about to turn a corner and we are about to take a call. Well, really, it's a sort of a video chat with two people, a couple, presumably people who copulate, people who live together, people who dream together and people who take action together. What did they do? You're going to find out. Next. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, so I'm Chelsea. And and your names are again? I'm Natalie. Jonathan. Oh God, that was disgusting. You could hear my <laughs> swallow. That's my worst nightmare. Um, all right, well, you know, this is a comedy podcast, but I really love nature. So I'm realizing I really can't chew on bobas during this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up with that approach. Okay. Um, now I did. I promise you that I did read this article, and I actually just reread it, but I my mind is blank. But the gist of what you've achieved is very um, present. Let's say. Um, do you mind just telling us your story because no one listening knows what I've been reading on Instagram and. I was, I was fascinated by your story and maybe you could tell it in your own words a little bit. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so we moved from Long Island, New York, um, up to Vermont in 2019. Did you move to get away from the Jews? 
No, I'm just kidding. Um, wait, okay. So you lived in Long Island happily? No, that's where we moved. Are you married? Yep. Yeah. Married? You were you were unhappily married in Long Island. <laughs> not the marriage. Unhappily modifies Long Island, not the marriage. Right, right. Yep. So the marriage was great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> pretty, still, still pretty great. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great marriage. And so then we uh, decided we, we were looking to move out of the house we were in. And it's either like, all right, we're going to buy another house on Long Island and live here forever. Um, so you're like flush with cash. You're flush with cash. What do you. No. <laughs> you're like, we'll buy a second house, we'll buy another house. Okay. What do you. For, let me back up and ask, what do you both do, if I may? Yeah. So I still actually work for the same company I did out of Long Island. So I work for an audiovisual firm. We do like uh, boardrooms, conference rooms, um, the fun stuff. Like universities. Yeah. Yeah. You know, projectors and TVs okay. and sound systems and stuff. Yep. If you like tech stuff, it's the fun stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Still, the jury is still out for me on tech. Fair. Me All right. Too. So, <laughs> so you do not work in tech. No, I actually, well, I switched careers when we moved to Vermont, but I'm a special education teacher. Oh, cool. Okay. We're all set. So we know that was your life. Now you moved to Vermont. Yep. yep. You moved to Vermont. Yeah. So we bought this place up here in February. Um, of 2019. Yep. And there was snow on the ground because it's snows a lot here okay and then uh spring came around and we were like whoa that's a lot of grass that we didn't know was there we just assumed it had been more fields or unmaintained but the previous owners had cut pretty much all of the five acres of grass that we have Every and week. they maintained it and does grass survive snow it yeah. does yep it goes dormant and then comes back in the springtime yeah. didn't know that would have thought you'd yep. have to re what do you call it reseed it roll it i don't know yeah, yeah. no yeah it, it's pretty hardy well 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 um yeah. all right so so you realized shit it's not i don't know what your fantasy was that it was taller grasses <laughs> not yeah i don't know either but not not maintained grass but like you were long. shocked you were shocked that it wasn't tall grasses more of like a pasture kind of because the previous yeah. owners had horses so we were like oh it'll probably just be pasture oh, grass, like a meadow a little, like doesn't really need a whole lot of maintenance but it was lawn grass like yeah. Kentucky bluegrass lawn grass oh yeah. right right so so there you are how long did it take you to figure out this creative fix that you came up with um it's really happily that came two up. years yeah yeah one of our neighbors Slow. had yeah, we cut grass for a while. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time. And there were nights where he would be cutting grass at like 10 o'clock at night. And he would have started like in the morning. What? So, days. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Luckily, what, our little were you, one where it has headlights. That really takes working remotely to a whole new level. You're just out <laughs> on some lawnmower all day working on your laptop at the same time. I've taken a few falls on the exactly. tractor. It's happened. That's crazy. So... That's just hard labor, but that, you know, Vermont, you would think it's kind of like hard living a little bit. Is it? Yeah, for sure. Oh, definitely. Yep. Yeah. But we live in kind of like a small neighborhood. Um, and every other house is like wooded. What's Our your address? Like Whoa. Well, I was going to ask you, could I stay with you for a week? Yeah. Sure. Okay, great. Great. We have a guest room. Okay. We also great. have a cat who really likes the guest room. So. 
Okay. I'm more of like a dog person. Could you arrange that? We, for the we got two of yeah. those. So. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> what breed are they? Um, we have a husky and a mixed breed. We're not really sure what she is, but she's very cute. So like big shedders, big shedders. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 If you come for a week, you'll go home with a bag full of dog hair. Yeah. That's, that's the door prize. Yep. That's yeah. That's something to, okay. I'll take that under consideration. Okay. So yeah. basically what you did, let's blow our wad. It's time for the money shot. What you did, you planted. Well, t how did you get this idea? <laughs> And what did you do? Yeah. You say it. So our, our neighbor we had met up here um, works for a company that sells seeds. And we had kind of mentioned like, oh, what could we do with our property? And or what could we do differently besides the grass? Because we just didn't really, we don't enjoy the lawn. Um, some people do. wasn't for us. And she said, oh, you should try a wildflower meadow. Um, and we said, oh, that sounds interesting. And so we looked into it a little bit more and then ended up doing one of them in 2021 yeah we 2021 yeah and i don't then, i don't really uh, the dates don't matter to me if you're worried about like okay. figuring out the timeline that's not my strength yeah. wait so who's the person you asked who gave you this idea um our friend hadley she works for um american meadows um we just happened to meet her during the pandemic because she was staying with her mom who is our neighbor and um we spent a lot of time together and we were just kind of musing on what to do with some of the property. And she was like, Oh, I have an idea. How fortuitous. Yeah. What yeah. is, what is um, American Meadows? They're a seed company. Yeah. Um, in Vermont. Out of, yeah. Out of Vermont that works on doing regional based seeds. Um, and that was, that was important to us because we didn't want to bring in, um, we want to try to minimize non-native species. You wanted a so native. They, that's that's very uh, typical of the times we live in. People are trying to do the right thing all over the place. You know what I mean? Yeah. So here yep, you are. Absolutely. You've got a meadow expert friend. This friend yes. says, hey, you hate your lawn. Turn it into a meadow. And then you have this insane wildflower thing. Now, I was reading about it and you said you were like seeing the first little baby's breath come up. And, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic, I had a little zucchini plant and it had a flower. And my son was like, I think, three at the time and he tore it off and it never grew. And mm -hmm. it was literally all I had because mm -hmm. there's nothing to do. And I was just like, this zucchini's coming in, this zucchini's <laughs> coming in. You know, like I was like, this is it. This is going to be something, you know. And uh, then it just never did come. And I, I really was like, <laughs> like for a day, I was like, I couldn't let go of it. I was just yeah. um, haunted by the loss because there was really nothing going on. So yeah. I imagine having a massive wildflower garden really lifted your spirits. Yeah, definitely. It was. Yeah. And we kind of just we did it because we thought it would be pretty and because we um, didn't want to mow anymore. And it was just honestly so surprising how many people also like other people around our area got kind of that same little bit of joy from it. Yeah. And, and you used it, didn't you? You used it to make friends. You used it for social okay. cachet. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, you know, um, I, sometimes I've watched a lot of courtroom dramas. Um, so, <laughs> So that's cool. So it brought you together. It created community. Yeah. And yeah, it really, you know, so it's like, so we moved up in August of 2019. Okay. Um, so then obviously in early 2020, the pandemic happens. 
And when we moved here, well, we obviously, knew. depending who you are, some people think it didn't happen. True. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I mean, I call it a pandemic, for example. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we moved up here knowing one family, and yeah. they live about 40 minutes away. Um, so a few months in, and now everything's kind of shut down, and we can't do much. Um, and we had kind of met one other real friend at the time who just lives across the road. Um, and then we had met Hadley, who we just spoke about. Um, and so we didn't really know a lot of people. And that first season with the meadow, um, it's it's right along um, the road we live on. So you can kind of see it if you're driving by. We don't get a lot of traffic. That um, it doesn't get like annoying now with people looky lose driving by. Thankfully, not because um, we do we do live in rural Vermont, so it's not like a big well-known road. Yeah. But people were talking about it around town um, that we didn't know yet, and you know we had a few people who would stop by and just say, "Oh, you know, thank you so much. We we love coming to drive by and see it during the pandemic." Um, people sent cards, cards, thank you notes made fake goods um someone brought us like a beautiful bouquet of gladiolus oh, yeah, from, from his their garden. flower yeah yeah so and then you, as you... we started to meet more and more people we'd be like oh yeah this is where we live they're like oh you guys have the meadow we're like yep that's awesome. and everyone kind of started to know us as the people with the meadow um which was pretty cool it's an easy um, icebreaker yeah I hate um, icebreakers. but it was uh you know kind of helped establish us in the community um and I didn't have to cut grass. Yeah. So now where do you go from here? You've I read that you've grown another meadow, maybe at a neighbor's house or something. We did. It's, it's yep. I'm looking at it right now. It's right outside our, like right on the fence line of our property theirs. If you were driving by, it would look like it was our property. It's right. And then there's trees that, so we can't see their house, but yeah, it's right next to our house. And it's, it's really pretty. It's a good one. Yep. So we, expanded that and now we still have some grass left that we don't we don't cut so we cut minimal amount of lawn um and then we'll turn more of our property into meadows um our some of our best friends who are actually maple maple syrup farmers um, that's why we're friends <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> um, now we're talking <laughs> um now we're getting to the good stuff the golden <laughs> gravy <laughs> um have you ever thought about putting a wildflower garden on your roof Ooh, good idea that could work that could work we did stay in a house in vermont that had a grass roof yep. so slightly against what we're going for but similar concept it's like how far could you take it before it would actually start alienating people like you grow it on your roof then you grow it in your sink you got the meadows growing <laughs> on your floor all of a sudden all your neighbors that were coming over hey here's cookies here's gladiolas they're like uh hey man and they just keep walking because they're like these guys you know they got to learn some other social skills this isn't the only <laughs> way to make friends <laughs> You have it's a just cup about full the of flowers, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we could drop them from like helicopters, Ooh. like just see yeah, drops. the entire town. Yeah, yeah, and I just know. have wildflowers everywhere. I, I think we should just be meadow vigilantes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would there be any harm in that if you're using all native flowers? I think so. Nah. So maybe you should do that. <laughs> so have any environmentalists reached out to you about like turning this into a? broader program not exactly we've had some 
<laughs> I've had some people find me on Facebook um, to send me messages. Um, let us know that they weren't native enough. Oh, yeah, let us know always going to get we you on social. Right or... Yeah, they're always so, going to let you know, hey, you're bringing joy into the world. What's a little fuck up you committed? Yeah. What's something <laughs> that's sour that I can find in the mix? Um, did you listen to their advice and shift your planting? No. No, I deleted the message. Instantly. I mean, the flowers that they were complaining about were all annuals, and there's a very small chance that they will even come back. So. Okay, so they're not going to, like, <laughs> proliferate all over the place. Not in experience, no. No. Now, were you people that were nature-oriented prior to this, or not so much? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I've always been an outdoorsman, um, hunting and, and fishing, to whether some people agree that that connects to nature or not. Um, mm, very controversial. Okay. Um, yeah. You ever have yeah. a bear encounter? Oh, yeah. Um, not a bad one, but yeah. yeah. Well, just a, well, we did have a pretty awful bear encounter on her birthday. Yeah, not in the way you think, though. What do I um, think? I'm trying to think. I, what do I think? He baked you a cake and then ate it, or I don't know. Well, no, <laughs> that would have that would have probably been good. So, no. um, I love bears and i i had just been saying how much i would love to see a bear because i'd never seen one like in person where was i really just wanted to see a bear we were up on a mountain camping for um like kind of near our house like between our house and our friend's house and i was just i had just said i really would love to see a bear and not two hours later um a hunter came up up the hill just past our campsite dragging a dead bear <laughs> that he had killed and was going to eat <laughs> wait first of all are you allowed to kill bears in vermont yeah yeah there's a hunting season for it really yeah. i thought they Apparently were protected they taste, like they taste like what they eat what they eat which is blueberries so if they were eating shit for the previous week which they do <laughs> it tastes they like eat shit. shit yeah yeah why? They're like a scavenger more than anything else, especially like uh, the bears around here. Yeah. Um, so they're eating berries or um, trash. Trash. Yeah. So if they're eating trash for a week out of someone's garbage, they're going to taste like trash. Yeah. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. So it's like bear roulette. Yeah. We do not, I do not hunt bear, nor do we eat bear. It is not, not on our list. You've never tried list. it? No. I no. Have no plans. No. No, I don't. Cute. Have you seen this video? It's on Instagram um, where this little bear cub is walking around in Alaska and it has like long tapeworms, like 50 tapeworms hanging out of its butt. It looks like ropes. No, that sounds horrible. Oh no, I God. have not. I don't want to see insane. that. It's insane. I did not know that that's like a normal thing. When they eat a ton mm -hmm. of raw salmon, the tapeworms just take up shop. And then eventually they shit them out and it, I guess they're fine, but it looks like you just want to... Ah! Like it just looks so yeah. uncomfortable. But so wait, so Vermont is bear country. Yeah, yeah. we've got mostly mostly black bears, yeah, um, black bears, and they're kind of afraid of everything. So they're not, unless they have a cub with them, it's not really a, like I see a bear and I'm like, oh, cool, a bear. <laughs> well, I I have to say that due to my obsession with bears, I just watched a black bear that kept stalking this guy who was videoing it. And he kept going, "Hey bear, hey bear," and then of course in the comments, everyone's like. Oh, he's Canadian, and Canadians aren't saying "Hey, bear!" loud enough, of course. And I'm like, God, 
Like everyone's got something to say. Yeah, and then he sprayed it with bear spray, and it ran off. But it kept climb. It climbed a tree, and then it would follow him. Climb a tree and follow him. He wanted and, to be friends. I mean, that Very really rude. that really does seem scary. So you haven't seen any. You haven't encountered anyone you're hunting. I have not. We've seen bears around. Yeah, we definitely have them around our properties for sure. Really. Um, We've seen, she's seen a couple on I've the property. Seen, yeah, I've been driving home and seen them run across the yard. And you're not scared off. for your dogs? Because all the bear attacks seem to start with a dog, like, agitating the bear. True. So. Yeah, it, most of the time they, they will run. Yeah. But if, it, the big thing is if they feel like their cubs have been threatened, they will defend aggressively yeah um so if like you like if a dog chased a cub up a tree or something that's gonna end poorly for everyone um and i've I've seen some um some fishing not a lot but some fishing and if i see cubs i'm just like okay i i can move i don't need to fish here you ever um kill any coyotes i have not Mm -hmm. i'm and it's probably controversial depending upon (laughs) if you're a hunter or not I am very much pro-coyote. Pro-coyote. Why? Well, at least here. I know that there are other areas where they're somewhat invasive, but here I feel like they're very useful animals in the food chain for keeping yeah. the, like the ecosystem balance. Like what? Little vermin yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, and, and sick deer. Um, yeah. I'm also very pro-wolf. I would repopulate all of natural wolf population are with, you part wolf? wolf how yeah. could you repopulate now you buried the lead with this whole wildflower business i didn't know you were part wolf i mean that wasn't what you asked about <laughs> right i it's really me figured it'd be a surprise <laughs> um well anything else i should know about vermont pretty awesome yep it's awesome you're happy um, there yeah very happy here kind thoughtful um they look after each other and it feels like a community like a and community for, for voting isn't it always like super split it, a, a bit uh, mainly because of burlington yeah um, factory? so vermont vermont's an interesting state and i think it's an interesting political state um a lot of conservatives um also a lot of a lot of liberals and our laws kind of reflect that we have a lot of pro gun laws um especially in the state constitution um like cautious but we also have um you know we also have a lot of pro women pro women rights pro lgbtq the first state Um, to put um uh, reproductive rights in the state constitution that's cool. So it's a it's a big mix, which really works well for me, because um, I feel like I'm I'm really a bit of both. And I uh, heard someone say like I just want to be able to take my pistol to my gay friend's wedding, and I'm like, yeah, that that works. Like your gay friend is like, <laughs> I'm good, thing, but... I'm good, thank you. Check it at the door. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so as a hunter, so, what is your main? Right, yeah, just I mean, yeah, I'm, I have no plans to take a gun to a wedding. That seems ridiculous, but. <laughs> Like you you're like, congrats, boom, boom, boom. You're like, Yosemite Sam. Um, so what is your main hunting goal? What are you, what are you going after? Uh, deer. If I, I, uh, in Vermont, I just hunt for deer. And then I 
I submit for the moose lottery every year. There's a moose lottery to get a moose tag to hunt moose. Um, I've never gotten it, but just so just deer and fishing, a lot of fishing. And then do you eat deer? Deer is venison, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So if I'm not going to eat something that I've killed, whether it's deer or fish, I'm not going to kill it. It's not a, it's not a sport to me. What, what's um, your favorite venison prep? I like these little venison nuggets. So they're just like little pieces of sirloin cut up and just like quick, like not deep fried, which is like a quick pan fry. Um, it's like a little venison nugget. I feel like I've had venison before and I like it. It's a little gamey, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I like it with like um, fruit. Oh, interesting. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. I mean, most that. meat, yeah. I think, is good with fruit, personally, like pork chops I and apples. I would agree. Um, yeah. Anyhow, what do we think? Should we become vegan, though, for the environment? Or are you not really into the environment? This is just a little kind of, well, it's complex because you're a hunter. Complicated. Yeah. I, and you're a libertarian. I'm definitely into the environment and in um, protecting natural resources. Yeah. We try to do vegetarian meals whenever we can. And we have a lot of friends who are vegetarian, so we know how to cook good I vegetarian mean, food, but I don't know if we would ever be able to go full vegan. Do you I know, don't uh, try to cook vegetarian meals. Do you know I do. that uh, she does. M Cafe just closed in LA? It's... I don't know what that means. M Cafe, come on. M Cafe is a vegetarian, like macrobiotic. Actually, it's not vegetarian because they have salmon and other things. They probably have chicken, mm. right? I don't remember. Anyway, whatever. It's a health food place. Just closed down and people are in a shambles about it. Huge loss for the LA food scene. I could see that. We have we have a place up in Burlington that does a. Uh, is it vegan chicken? Is it vegetarian? Um, it's it's the egg. Yeah, so, so they, it's vegan. They do, no, it's vegetarian. I'm sorry. They do fried. Yeah, they do fried chicken, mm -hmm. but it's egg. But it's made of eggs. <laughs> and if you the the pictures look like fried chicken, right? It smells like fried chicken, and it tastes like fried chicken. I'm completely convinced they're just full of it and it is fried chicken it's kind of um, weird though i guess i guess vegetarians are fine with eggs yeah but it's like you're making I, it out of its baby like is that really so cool <laughs> yeah it's a little weird i never thought about that yeah just give it a few more months and you just have chicken yeah you're like you're gonna live but your child i'm gonna slaughter it's like <laughs> is that i don't know I don't know how I feel about anything except that it does seem like if you're hunting deer, like environmentally speaking, that seems much better than cows or something, right? It is. So it, I think it is. Well, we've removed a lot of the predators for deer. So we do. sometimes, well, some of the argument is that um, if we're removing the predators, we should be managing the ecosystem. What if we just kill ourselves? We're the predator, the great I mean, predator. we're the problem. Huh? So we're the problem. Should we huh? all just like lemmings jump off a cliff? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we should. But I want to show you should. this art before, before we go. It's inspired by this call. I made a little piece of art. I just want you to see. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> so, I love it. <laughs> It made me, I just, as I was thinking, you know, I was like, oh, that he likes to hunt and they have garden. So that's kind of the backstory. Um, 
I want to thank you a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I'll show it again. Yeah, your professional level, kind yeah, of I'm like a rose leaf. leaf. That yeah. bottom right one. That's the one. What's your favorite wildflower? Before we get out of here. Hmm. What's the name of mine? Lupin. 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 Ooh, Lupin is Fine. gorgeous. Lupin. Lupin, yeah. I've seen in the Sierras a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. beautiful. I'm, I, I'm, I'm a poppy girl. I like poppies. I agree <laughs> on poppies. I agree on lupin. Lupin? Is that I how think. you say it? I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Someone, someone will correct us on the yeah. internet. Yeah, I would like to get some wildflowers going, maybe. Now, what about you honey? Do you get honey? Oh, it's... our friend has bees um, across the way, but we're it's definitely on our list of things to do. Bees are on soon. the list, yeah. We yeah. we do a large vegetable garden as well, so yeah. pollinators is really good for that as well. And it's do you know helpful. how to do your whole garden yourself? We he did most we of it. do. I have a lot of experiences like you and your zucchini. Yeah, um, a lot. A Especially lot of with our pumpkins. A lot of. And tomatoes. Yeah, a lot of pain from that. Um, yeah, but gardening yeah, we, is... we grow a lot, and um, it's a learning process for sure. I right. cried harder over an eggplant than I did over many things really? two years ago. Yeah. What was wrong with it? My dog ate it, and I really wanted it. <laughs> the, well, yeah, the dogs got into the they garden. Into the garden That's and sucks. destroyed it, and I was really upset about the eggplant. Yeah, why is that so upsetting? I mean, I don't think I'll ever forget that little zucchini flower. <laughs> You put this all this time and love yeah. and water and resources into growing this thing, and then you watch it grow, and it's like your little vegetable baby, and yeah. then um, some horrible, horrible creature that lives in your house comes and destroys it. And whether it be child or canine, it's the exactly. same set of feelings. <laughs> um, well, I want to thank you for coming and taking a chance on Call Jelzy Pretty. This is a relaunch. You're now part of another kind of regrowth, not just your wildflowers, but this very podcast. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, that's great. Love that for us. Thank you. So anyway, I I wish you the best of luck. I'll be there for a week. I got to figure out my dates. Just (laughs) shoot us an email. Send us your dates. Okay. Okay. We'll be here. And if we're not, we'll just tell you how to get into the house. Yep. Okay, great. Yeah. Code or something would be great. Yeah, you got it. All right. Well, um, I'll send a shirt with my scent on it for the dogs. Perfect. Perfect. Then they'll know you. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.